I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. back again welcome to episode 33 of a strap season podcast i'm your boy cam i'm your boy flows and uh, just before we kick off the episode the usual spiel please hit hit the url in our insta or twitter bios you'll be able to see the links to where we're situated at when it comes to streaming platforms we're on all the major streaming platforms that's spotify uh youtube Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Radio, all of, all of that, all of that. Please give us a like, share, subscribe, um, comment, whatever you fancy. Um, but please, yeah, do that for us, please. Um, yeah, bro, first and foremost, how, how, how you doing? You good? Yeah, I'm good, bro. Um, easing back into normality, I guess, by the time yeah. this drops, barbers are open and all that, so it's exciting. Boy, I ain't had the trim since October. I, I need that. <laughs> I Bro. really need that. Um, but yeah, the boxing is still keeping us sort of, you know, on our toes. We're getting action each week. And once again, we've had a great weekend of boxing. Um, I want to start this off at home, obviously. Big, big card that we saw on the weekend. Headlined by Conor Ben against Samuel Vargas. Um... Where do you want to start on this one? Do you want to quickly touch on the undercards briefly or do you want to go straight in with the main event? You could touch on the undercards. It was a good yeah. card. Yeah, it was a very good card, wasn't it? Um, sneakily yeah. good card. Um, which what, what fight do you fancy starting up with? Um, should we start with the one that's been getting a lot of eyes on the sport? Yeah. <laughs> the one that's been attracting <laughs> yeah. a few eyes attention. Yeah, okay. Um, so obviously you're talking about the Ebony Bridges versus Shannon Courtney fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know what? Before we sort of delve into the fight itself, what do you make of all the the furrow that sort of Ebony sort of kicked up, and you know all the the needle between the two of them? Um, do you want to quickly just explain it to the listeners if they if they weren't too uh, familiar with it? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that there is a bit of backstory. Um, yeah. So, Ebony Bridges. The blonde bomber, she calls herself. Um, she's one who likes to show off her appearance. Let's put it that way. Um, she's <laughs> she's someone who attracts a lot of eyes in terms of male viewers. They seem to find her extremely attractive. She's got the whole big big boobs and whatnot, and she's she's very charismatic. Um, in the interview, she comes across as proper cheerful, a, a nice a nice girl, but. Um, mm. Yeah, so with that being said, Shannon Courtney has almost att attacked her in a sense, saying this ain't a lingerie competition, this is a fight. And it's clearly alluding to the fact that, yeah, when everybody Bridges does weigh-ins, she does it in like lingerie and like mm, 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 bikini mm, mm. wear almost, as opposed to like sportswear and whatnot. Mm. And obviously, I think from then on, everybody Bridges was just, kind of trolling her with that whole thing saying, yeah, make sure you bring your knickers. Yeah, I'm a underwear model and this. But yep. at the same time, she was making it clear that, yep, she's definitely there to fight. And then why is <laughs> Shannon Courtney 
talking about her appearance when she's someone who cares about her appearance as well. So yeah, she's free to do what she wants with her body. She's definitely uh-huh. there to well, <laughs> and yeah, there was there was that back and forth about whether it's right or wrong for her to almost make boxing an eye candy kind of sport kind of thing. Um, it's not really my place to say if it's right or wrong, but I mean, <laughs> we're, grow- we're just here for the fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if, if guys can go watch porn or something if they want to want that kind of stuff. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you two can fight, that's what's going to keep people's eyes on the sport. Trust you do whatever you want. Uh. And I mean, it's, it works for Ebony Bridges. Her numbers are always good. If you watch her interviews, yeah. people are tuning in. And whether that's her charisma, whether that's her looks, whether that's her ability to fight, she's bringing eyes to the sport. And yeah. she's really fighting at the end of the day. So I can't really complain with it. Okay. I mean, for me... Like I said, I'm I'm similar to you. I don't really care. The actual argument itself, I don't really care. For. I don't really like it. Doesn't really phase me or anything. Yeah. But I'm sort of hearing both sides, and I I do sort of one part of me does sort of get what Shannon was trying to say. Obviously, her her side of the argument was that obviously she feels that as fighters, uh, as you know, being in the women's boxing scene. They want to be recognized for their skills first and foremost and not their looks and not having the great body or whatever. You know, she wants to be respected by the fact that she wants to be judged of the strength of her boxing ability and not, you know, her body. And I, I get that and I respect that. I think naturally that's what you should aspire to be. But also on the flip side of things, I fully get what Ebony Bridges is saying in the sense that, yeah, she's got a good body. And she wants to, like, she's every right to do what she wants with it and whether that's flaunted. The aim of the game is to bring eyes to women's boxing and bring more viewers to women's boxing. Mm-hmm. And if that's how she's going to do it, then that's how she's going to do it. That's her way of doing it. And, yeah, like I said, it's her choice on whether what she wants to do with her body, if she wants to turn up to weigh in and lingerie and whatnot. That's fully down to her. But the aim of the game is to get her, raise her profile and raise the profile of the women's boxing game and it's working for her. So why should she change? So I definitely do see both sides of the argument. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was interesting back and forth. And you are right though. Um, I'm not the most, I'm probably more familiar with Shannon Courtney. Obviously her being a homegrown fighter and whatnot. Um, I wasn't as familiar with Ebony Bridges up until before, before this. So obviously straight away, she's worked in what she was trying to do. <laughs> yeah. But I'm preying her sort of interviews and her mannerisms and stuff, and definitely full of charisma. Super mm. likable, super down-to-earth, and I could just see it in the comments. A lot of people were rooting for her uh, against Shannon Courtney, hoping for her to win. She was right in the sense that, from what I could gather, a lot more people preferred her to Shannon Courtney and wanted her to win. Mm. Obviously, I think Shannon and Courtney's murky past might play a part in you know, the dislike and whatnot. Um, yeah. Obviously, we, you know, with certain tweets, we surfaced, we surfaced from her not too long ago. Um, so, yeah. that Their be... tweets as well. It was, <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, a lot of tweets. Um, so that probably wouldn't have helped her cause. But Ebony Bridges is definitely super likable. And I think just from that needle alone, the build-up, we're just hoping, because obviously we're not too familiar with her. She's, you know, she's an unknown quantity. We're there thinking, okay, but can she actually fight though? Let's hope that. Because I think one thing we hate as 
fans, right? We see all the needle, then the yeah. fight turns out to be a dud. Like she could be rubbish or she's going to come to engage. She yeah. said she was going to come and engage and take the games and, you know, take it to Shannon Courtney. And boy, that fight was a barnstormer. No, no two ways about it. That Bro. was... <laughs> God. You know what's bad? Like, Ebony Bridges, I've been seeing her on, on, on Twitter for a, time, for a while now. Yeah. But I thought she was just a fan. I can't lie. I thought she was a fan who picked up boxing. I didn't really know her backstory, but mm. I see her tweeting every time there was a, there was a card going on. I yeah. see her name getting retweets and likes and this. And I think I maybe saw a previous way in where she was in like a bikini or something. Yeah, she always comes in lingerie. That's a, that's a team. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really know. T- I thought uh, <clears throat> she's just, because she's only had five fights. I know she was a maths teacher previously. Yeah. I just thought she was a big fan of boxing. So I've never actually seen a fight. And I was thinking, you better be able to fight. Because like you said, in terms of Shannon Courtney's side, it's all, you want to be judged on your skill kind of thing. Yeah. And the thing about boxing is you will be judged on your skill. There's no, two, doesn't matter about your looks and all this, how charismatic you are. Yeah. At the end of the day, you will be judged on your skill. And yeah. I think it's the first time a lot of British fight fans are actually seeing it in action. Yeah. And boy, like you said, barnstormer. Yeah. Which is what you get with women's boxing a lot of the Always. time. Always. Right? Always. <laughs> I don't even know. I guess we will work. It wasn't the question of whether it'll be a good fight. Because yeah. we know, like I said, most women's fights are top tier. It was just a question of whether she was good enough and she can back up her talk. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah barnstormer of a fight. Um, from round one to 12, no, not 12, 10. Um, yeah. From round one to 10, it was just action-packed. Ebony was right. I mean, yeah, she did come forward. She did have tried and apply pressure, and she did. And she had success in certain portions. And Shannon Courtney also played her part. And she ended up getting the win. Were you happy? Do you think the decision was fair? Um no complaints there for the for the end end result or not? Ah, man, um, yeah, I thought she had a Courtney one. I yeah. think I had it six four to Courtney. Yeah. Courtney. yeah, same exact same. Yeah, same scoring as you. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a good fight, close fight. Bridges definitely impressed me. Yeah, hundred so percent. And what impressed me a lot was the, their heart in there because I was shot from like round seven. Yeah, I was gone, and I thought they would have put her out, but then she kept coming out. And she even got wobbled in there and she stayed stayed on her feet and kept fighting. I think she yep. got wobbled at like the fifth and the sixth. She came out swinging and yep. won the sixth so maybe won the seventh as well or something. So it was a back yeah. and forth fight. But yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk about the judges' scorecards because that's that's why I want to roast. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you see yeah, how you found the fight because we'll, we'll get to the judges in a second. Yo, the way you're, you're sort of waiting, ready to pounce. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, amazing fight. Um, really exciting stuff. They both played their part. I think, yeah, obviously, towards the end, towards the latter stages of the fight, Courtney, I think, obviously, Bridges has exerted a lot of pressure and I can imagine she would have exerted a lot of energy. So she sort of faded towards the end. And I guess Courtney just had a bit more experience at the top level and that sort of allowed her to pull away towards the end and it showed. But, yeah, um, there's a way to lose. I think we mentioned it before. You know, there's no harm in losing. There's a certain way you can lose, and your profile is still your profile can skyrocket, or you know people commend you, and yeah, and that's what Ebony Bridges did. Like even though she took the L, her profile is probably de- is definitely gone through the roof. I think, and a lot of people will be looking to see her again because of the charisma she brings and the fact that she can actually fight pretty well. Um, so yeah, hats off to her. I, I think we'll definitely see her again. I wouldn't be surprised if Eddie signs her. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ed, Eddie's a smart man. He should he will see potential. Yeah, he, um, knows he, he knows what he's doing. So um, you see the numbers. <laughs> trust. He always sees his money bags and dollar signs, man. So he, he already knows. He knows what's up. Um, we're definitely going to see Ebony Bridges again, I think. And um, yeah, she did herself no harm. But yeah, let's segue into the judges' scorecards. <laughs> Flores has got a bone to pick. Go for it, bro. <laughs> um, one of our episodes' headlines, uh, highly watched one, where I said every week I'm screaming after judges. <laughs> it's the same again this week, bro. Um, you know what I want to do? Yeah. I want to start muting, muting my TV Fights. when it comes mm. to, comes to reading out the judges' mm. scorecards. I just see whoever's hands are raised, and I leave it at that because it takes away from what's a brilliant fight. Yeah. One of the judges had it 98 92. They yeah, gave two pounds to Bridges. That was dumb. That was ridiculous. Even if you're being biased, you're at least giving her three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to give it two is, is stupid because he was catching Shannon. Some people could even say it's a draw. I wouldn't have been mad with a draw. I thought Shannon won. Mm. Thankfully, the, the white person got the decision this time. But the scorecards are nuts. I don't know what they're seeing in there. Yeah, I couldn't believe that scorecard there. I thought, come on, man. Um, that's just total disservice to Shannon, I mean, not to Shannon, to Ebony and, and the work she put in and mm. the graph she put in that fight. Like, that's just not nice to see. Um, it's, it's so funny. Like, I'm numb to this stuff now. <laughs> like, it's completely numb to it because it's happening on some, you know, it's happening every single time, more or less. That I'm just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> desensitized to it in a way. It's crazy. Um, we scream every time. Something has to be done. It's got to get better. It's got to improve. Um, just for the sports credibility, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. What can we do? I'm just here. I'm here shrugging my shoulders. Like, yeah. Um, it just takes away from what was a good fight. Like, you, yeah. you leave it a good fight thinking, well done, well done to both fighters. And then you hear a stupid scorecard like that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so even if, even if Bridges got a knockdown, yeah. She would have still lost in a yeah. close fight. What I'm watching is a close fight. If there was a knockdown, that person was taking it for me almost. Yeah. But apparently not. Yeah. Um, very annoying. Um, but Ebony sort of took it within her stride. So that's good. Great. You know, happy that she did. And um, boy, did you see her eye afterwards? Mad yeah, mad. Mad thing. Boy, that's a shiner in the half, man. <laughs> Proper warrior, man. Yeah. She's, she's what, five foot? Yeah. And she, she's... And boy, she fought like three, four rounds with that eye shut. Yeah. And yeah. Like, we've seen some. Actually, well, yeah, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Close. Let's move on. It's early. The fighters are tapping out. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, co- let's move on. Let's move, let's move on. No comment there. But um, yeah. keeping it with the women, obviously, quickly we'll touch upon briefly. Obviously, your the, the fighter that you've cl- you've you've um coined two sav. That's Flores. If you see two sav being being tweeted, that's that's all flows right there. <laughs> Savannah shooter two sav. <laughs> Savannah two sav Marshall. Um, in against uh, Maria Lindbergh, experienced mm-hmm. competitor. From what I remember, I think Lindbergh was a late replacement. Was he? Was she a late replacement? Yeah, I think she just brought yeah. in this week. You know. Yeah, she was. She was a late replacement. I can't, I don't know who she was originally meant to fight, but um, yeah, just a. This might have been a mandatory defense of her. Middleweight title, Savannah Marshall. Um, I remember I, I looked at them on the scales, both of them. I just said to myself, yeah, this is going to be easy, short work for Savannah. <laughs> no offense to Lindbergh. I think she's been in the game for a long time. Fought yeah. at, well, I think ex-world champion, fought at world level. Um, 
just a seasoned experienced vet. And um, which, yeah, you saw you saw the size difference and you saw the class difference from the off. Um, it was short, easy work for Savannah, wasn't it? Um, yeah, just showing that devastating power that she has, which is so rare in the in the female boxing game. Man, it's crazy. She's almost like watching her. Like we say, women's boxing, you're always going to get a, a scrap. Yeah, if, it, if it's close. You don't really get scraps with Savannah Marshall. She goes Bro, in there and boxes so, boxes so, so clean. Sick. Yeah, man. I mean, the, the two savvies, because she's too savvy and too savage, bro. <laughs> like, bro. That's, that's going to side my heads. What, 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 what? Tinker Barrett. Yeah, Tinker Barrett. <laughs> really too... And you've got to remember, I don't think Linda Berg's ever been stopped. Yeah, yeah. She's first time. Times. Yeah, yeah, you're right. First time she's ever been stopped. And she got out of there quickly. What, three Boy. rounds? Boy. She dropped I mean, her. Savannah dropped her, and Lind Lindbergh has looked at ref and shook her head. It didn't, even look like, it didn't even look like that heavy of a knockdown, but obviously her nose was bleeding. She knocked her. She knocked her down twice, didn't she? Oh yeah, yeah, she did actually. Yeah, yeah. It was the second one where she was like, "Yeah, no more, no mass." She looked at the referee and said, "Nah, nah, we good." Yeah, she's old though, and it was it was it was a mismatch. Let's be real. Yeah, it was. There's a way to just. She's just too cool and too calm in there. Like it was, mm. it was easy. I guess we want to see something next or yeah. something soon. Yeah. Just before I touch on that, it's interesting because I see a lot of people calling Sav the um, female Tyson Fury. Do you, do you like that comparison? <laughs> or do you see, um, stylistically, do you, do you see why they say that? Obviously, I think it's mainly the fact that she's obviously, she's trained by Huey, uh, but not Huey. Um, Peter. Peter Fury, isn't she? Yeah. But stylistically, do you think there's similarities there? I guess when you look at the dimension, she's big, she's mm -hmm. long. Um, her footwork's really good. She, mm. The way she, the way she throws the jab, the way she bobs and weaves, sim yeah. similar. You can, you can see why, why she's trained by Peter Fury. That's yeah. Peter Fury all, all over it. Trust, but um, she's got power. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, clear power in there. Where she, mm -hmm. So I guess that's the similar to Tyson Fury. Even though I do think he has underrated power. Yeah. Um, I, I hear the, I hear the comparisons. You, okay, I, you, I, I just I, don't I, think you're not mad at it. Obviously, I'm mean, yeah, but, I'm not mad at it. I, I see it, but and, uh, but I, naturally, it. I wouldn't argue against it, yeah. But naturally, two south comes harder, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. she's, yeah, she's given a, a lot, a lot of these male middleweights or super middleweights hell. I'll tell you that's that. it. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm familiar with my background, and apparently, all she did, you know, growing up was spar men, and she was super competitive, and she like would try and give like men work. And right, she did so. Yeah, I, I'm not. Oh, I know. I, yeah, I I, <laughs> I I agree with that statement as well. She's really, really good, man. From skills wise and everything, and power is insane. Um, she's just so smooth and relaxed in there all the time. She yeah. never seems rushed or hurried. Footwork is amazing. Picks her shot really shots really well, and obviously she's got the size too. So she's a real problem. Mm. Naturally, we know what you know. Whenever Savannah is mentioned, a certain other female quote. <laughs> gets mentioned, or the quote, um, Clarissa Shields. It's the question that always will always be asked and it's one we always want to see. Um, yeah, that's got to be next, right? Surely. Or do you think, or would you, do you want to see Savannah fight another fight maybe and then get that maybe end back end of the year? Um, I want the best for both of these. Mm. Um, so I want it to be a big, big fight. Yeah. I think um, Savannah might need to boost her profile whatever way mm. she needs to. Maybe that's, to keep Clarissa Shields' name in her mouth or whatever. Mm. Um, 
because really in women's boxing, there's not too many avenues to go to. There's not really many big fights available. Uh-huh. This is the biggest fight for Savannah Marshall. I guess Clarissa Shields can maybe do something with Katie Taylor. I don't know how they're going to make that work, being four weight classes apart. Yeah, I don't want to see that, to be honest. I won't lie. <laughs> if they can make it work, that's a big fight. That's a big money fight for them. Four weight classes um, a lot, though. Yeah, they're going to have to do something crazy there. Um, but these women move, move between weights quite so, comfortably. So easily, right? Yeah. Mm. Mm. So I want the best for them. So whether that fight needs building up, um, someone maybe they fight on the same card or something. Yeah, I'm not rushing for it to be next because they've not had that many fights really. Yeah. So um, it it could take especially time. Savannah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, it can it can stew. Yeah, Savannah's what 29. What's crazy? Clarissa Shields is only like 25, 26. Yeah, 25, I think. I look at her accomplishments. The, the crazy, crazy, crazy. Twenty six, and she's yeah. done. It. Yeah, so they could take their time. And yeah, that fight, that fight is the pinnacle for, for definitely for Savannah Marshall, yeah. and possibly for Clarissa as well. So, well, obviously, Clarissa. Yeah, I was gonna say the Clarissa naturally is talking about getting paid for it. She's not interested if she can't get paid. Um, I guess she's earned her standing in the game to sort of command a certain fee and all power to her if she feels like that's what she's worth. Um, you can't argue against accolades. And as you know of Carissa, she's never one to bite her tongue or duck the smoke. And nope. she was all, she was quickly on that Twitter where <laughs> when Savannah, <laughs> after Savannah dropped a little interview about Carissa Shields, because obviously after the fight now, Savannah's won comfortably. She's given the interview, the box of Carissa Shields. Savannah's said... Carissa Shields is ducking me. She's scared. She doesn't want any of this. She knows I hit too hard for her. She, she don't want none of me. She doesn't, yeah. She, you know, it, think it's, she's so you know soft. It's because, you know, she's so softly spoken and she has a proper shy demeanor. She really does. Mm. But she was, she's talking crud, though, you know. She will talk crud. Yeah. But you won't register it because she's softly spoken and chilled. But she was like, yeah, she, she doesn't want none of me. <laughs> Said that straight up. She doesn't want none of me. Carissa Shields made it clear that she ain't ducking no one. <laughs> and yeah, she feels like Savannah would be easy work. And it's so funny. All the proper, all the, you know, obviously, you know how these lot utilize their Twitter, all the positive comments that were mentioned in Carissa. Carissa was retweeting and whatnot. And, and you know, quote tweeting saying like facts or whatnot, you know. It's, yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. Um, Carissa definitely, I don't think, is, is ducking no one. Um, mm. She's been very vocal about getting. She she always plays a part like she she always sort of plays it off as if Savannah doesn't trigger her or she doesn't need to fight Savannah she doesn't care for her, but Savannah triggers her hundred percent because she she bites every time, and so I, I know she's she, she always says that she's not motivated by revenge because obviously Savannah Marshall is the only person to ever beat Carissa Shield in a fight full stop, mm. amateur or, or just amateur I guess but yeah. Um, and Clarissa always says she's not motivated by revenge, but she 100%, I don't believe her. She definitely is motivated by revenge and she wants that get back. She, yeah, she wants that. Easily. She, she, everything, she, yeah, she don't, she don't, she don't chill, she, she has no chill whatsoever. Did you see her ducking, I mean, giving it to Breakhouse? Did you see her? You... Yeah, I saw the tweet. <laughs> like, that, that tweet was open for interpretation. She didn't care. She was, she was on her neck. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what you're staying true to, but you better stay in retirement or something. She's like, this is a... 
What the hell? Oh, I, I really like Carissa, man. And that is the... I think that's the bigger fight as opposed to Carissa Katie Taylor. I, I Obviously, I know that Eddie Hearn will try and build Katie Taylor. Carissa is a bigger fight. Like, maybe it is, but stylistically, just because of the weight class gap, that takes away the competitive edge, the competitive edge away from it for me. Mm. Whereas Savannah, Carissa, the needle's already there. They're closer in weight class. And yeah, they know each other already. And it's just got the whole storyline behind it. And they're both amazing boxers. So yeah. Um, I, I get what Clarissa's saying though. Like, yeah. when you deep it, like, mm-hmm. okay, she, she lost the amateur fight when she was, what, 17? 17, 17. yeah. Yeah. But then when you look at what Savannah Marshall's done in that time till now, it's almost like Savannah Marshall's living off that one win almost because mm-hmm. they went to the Olympics together. Mm-hmm. It weren't like, oh, they, they've had wars together. They've had back and forth. Mm-hmm. Carissa Shields won gold. Yeah. Savannah Marshall didn't get a medal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> twice, twice that happened in London yeah. and we were... Yeah, Savannah was favourite as well from for one of them, I remember. I think yep. the occasion got to her. She went out in the quarters, I believe. Um, it, but yeah, she was, she was a big favourite. Exactly. So it's not even like, ah... Uh, One's getting silver, one's getting gold. Mm. One's like they meet in the finals. That, like, if Savannah was really her up like that, let's yeah. put it that way, or really her rival <laughs> like that, they would they would have been bucking a few times. Yeah, but because Savannah Marshall's losing to people who, then, what's it? Clarissa Shields beats comfortably. Mm. Like Clarissa Shields is thinking, who's this girl who? Okay, she beat me before, but then she ain't done nothing. We, we ain't seen that. We ain't seen each other since. Yeah. Even like Serena, it's not even Serena Williams, Sharapova kind of beef. <laughs> like <laughs> you're, you're just not there. Yeah. Like you, you can see what she, why she might not fully respect Savannah. Savannah. Yeah. So yeah. Fair play. So, yeah. Yeah. Whether she wants to get back, it's like okay, but this she's she's not been there. She's not been meddling. Yeah. Like I think Savannah Marshall's. She says it's lost like twenty amateur fights. Right. So it's really like she's probably thinking, I can't call this beef. Mm. <laughs> you're not really my up like that. But yeah. if she wants to get back, there it is. I think Savannah Marshall is brilliant. So this is not me disrespecting or discrediting her. Mm-hmm. I think the pro game is perfect for her. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fight we want to see. And I think it'll be a brilliant fight. It's Probably definitely going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. Whatever happens this year, that's off. I would like for it to happen, maybe Taylor in the year, if it does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that one plays out. But um, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's that. That's definitely going to be a great fight. Both of them are amazing, and um, yeah, I can't wait for that. I really can't. Definitely. <sighs> All right, then let's talk about the main event because I think yeah, a certain Connor Ben has been listening to the pod, <laughs> and I think he's made a statement for you, Flores, for you, <laughs> for me. <laughs> I, I think. Mr. Conor Ben has been hearing people talk about whether he's good enough, about what he brings to the table, about whether, you know, he's placed in a world weight division. And he said, cool, watch me. <laughs> he says, that's what I asked for. Show us, big man. <laughs> because, boy, what's a statement, right, Flores? What a statement. Unbelievable, man. I was like, wow. For you, yeah. I was like, for you, what, when, when you saw what happened, were you as in what was your reaction? Were you thinking, my gosh, 
I was like, what the, the hell? Like, <laughs> I was confused. I was like, where's, where's my man been training? My man's been training like it's Dragon Ball Z or something. Well, I have a public timetable thing, yeah. It's, bro, I don't know what he's, he's wearing those waiting suits or something because the speed, <laughs> the accuracy. I was like, is this, is this kind of... The spitefulness, remember, the spitefulness as well, fam. Bro, um, I remember someone asking me, oh, I, I'm going to say Ben third round. I was like... I'm not sure about that one. Mm. <laughs> I was like, maybe he will get him at some point later on. Yeah. But it might just go a decision. But to do that in the first round, it's, it's unbelievable. My man's looking quick. He's looking strong, accurate. Yeah. He's looking very skilled. He was picking picking beautiful shots. Yeah. Um, yeah, bravo. He showed he showed me and he, he, showed, he showed the world. A lot of world awaits are readjusting in their seats right now, thinking, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of revisionism straight, revisionism straight away. About Ben, um, yeah. So, listeners, if you haven't, if you haven't got to what we're saying already, Conor Ben has knocked out Samuel Vargas in one round <laughs> in, in, in about a minute. No, no, minute, no yeah, minute fifteen, less no, than a minute and a half. No cappuccino in, in about a minute fifteen. Um, no one has ever done it to Samuel Vargas. This guy's fought Virgil Ortiz. He's fought Amir Khan. He's fought um, Errol Spence. Errol Spence, yes. Danny no Garcia. One, Danny Garcia. No one has ever done that to Samuel Vargas, taking him out, taking him out inside a minute. Incredible, oh, incredible. Um, it's. I mean, I agree with you guys, you and Sean, and just the general public. I guess when we calls when it comes to Ben's place in the world weight division, obviously he's got very lofty, ambitious ambitions. He's called out a lot of top guys, and yeah, the general consensus is that you're not there yet. You're not good enough yet. And I agree with that. But my point was always that Ben, what we're seeing from Ben is constant improvement with each fight. Um, yeah, he's always improving with each fight. We're seeing it, these improvements. He's still raw. Given time, he's got, he's got potential. He might not, you know, get to the very, very top. But he is someone that, you know, is always striving to improve himself. And we're seeing that. And he can only beat what's in front of him. And that's exactly... I guess that that you know just that just that has come to fruition with this fight. It's funny how you mentioned how you know he looked super accurate and fast and whatnot. Remember what we were saying with the last fight for Miller, that how he looked good against Miller, he battled for Miller, but there was yeah. something there was something off. The timing was a bit off. He wasn't able to get familiar out of there. He was raw. Yeah. He was wild. Just from that to this, massive improvement already. Bro. Nuts, right? Where 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 does that come from? I'm telling you, he's, he's been training different. Whatever training <laughs> regime he's on is nuts. The level, the jumping improvement from the last few fights is crazy. This is why you have to believe, because remember, this is the guy who says he's always first in the gym and last out of the gym. Every single day, proper lives the life, always in shape, trains like a demon. I, you have to believe him, because we're seeing massive improvements of each time, and the jump was crazy. I mean, he was a whirlwind in there. Um, on Saturday, and he took he took Samuel Vargas out, bro. He took him out. <laughs> Dirt, did, did him dirty. He didn't come to play, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I was <laughs> lost for words. I was like, swear, Ben, is this you? <laughs> I can't wait to see him in action again. I'll, I'll be sure. I can't obviously, wait. Obviously, he's gonna come back quick because he didn't break a sweat. So mm. I, I didn't. Did he even eat? No, I think he ate a couple shots, but nothing heavy. 
Um, mm. He's good to go again. Um, yo, this guy's on a mission, man. <laughs> Whether or not we feel like he can, you know, upset the apple cart against the big lot and, you know, get a world champ title eventually. He's not here to play. He's not here for play play at all. This guy is serious, man. Mm. From the demeanor afterwards, you saw the you saw you saw the explosion afterwards. He's like he's like put me fucking up there, blah blah. Obviously, the interviews afterwards. You saw what he was talking. You, you, oh, saw, he, you saw he was talking. You saw he was talking to this mm-hmm. guy called the Ame Khan, Adrian Bronner, Sean Porter. Like these the, these are these are big names, you know, big big names. Yep. And I'm telling you now, he's killing Khan and he's killing Bronner. Yeah, yeah. I have I'm to telling say, you, I'm, I'm telling you that now. I'll say it with you. you. Definitely killing Khan. <laughs> <laughs> What's AB gonna do? <laughs> he doesn't throw punches. <laughs> Bro, AB's getting swarmed. <laughs> My down too. He's Bro. getting <laughs> none, of, none of this. None of this rolling stuff's gonna work. Not not this shaking your head. Nah, 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 bro. Um, yeah, he's putting himself in conversations and doing what he has to do by beating what's in front of him. And yeah, yeah, like you said, people are readjusting their seats. You can't really ignore him too tough, especially yeah. if he keeps on doing that. And the way he's being vocal as well, he's really saying names. He's, Bro, he's really but, putting people in corners. People are having to tweet back and <laughs> ignore tweets. Bro, and 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 one thing about Ben, he, this guy will cut a hell of a promo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy will cut a hell of a promo, boy. <laughs> Statement made. Give me card. <laughs> boy, nah, he, he needs to fight more Spanish fighters because, boy, I, that's I, what I want to say. I need more that. Spray. Cup, hey, for a couple, for a couple Mexicans his way, boy. I need that. Bro, as soon as that fight ended, my mind was spinning. I was like, who do I want to see this guy? <laughs> I need it. Josecito Lopez, where you at? Yeah, <laughs> I guess where you at? <laughs> I need, I need that Fico de Mayo weekend catch yeah, or something. Man. Hey, let me ask you, what did you make of the stoppage actually before before I, I was happy with it? I think he was about to get banged out severely, yeah, hurt severely. Uh, okay. Because remember, he's caught him with a hook that sort of folded him into the ropes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's popped back up kind of, but that fold there when your legs go like that and he was catching them flush. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he, he didn't go down, down, but he was taking so much punishment and not throwing back, in my opinion. It was super quick, but I think it was right. I really do. I saw. I did see a lot of people saying that they thought it was too early. Um, what, what, what were your thoughts? Um, it's hard to argue with that stoppage because mm. I counted like 13, 14, 15 unanswered shots. Yeah. That is stupid. Like, yeah. if, if, if you're not going to respond to that many shots, mm. then you're making the ref's job easy. He, mm. he has to almost stop it. My thing is, alternatively, I could see Vargas was caught like a deer in headlights. He didn't know what happened. The speed he, was he got, too... He, he, bro, that was a Russian. That was like yeah, a Russian on the He got rushed. He didn't know what happened. He thought, he thought he was fighting five or six people in there. Trust. I would have, maybe, the ref could have counted him, give him a count, let him shake his head around, okay, that just happened. Let me see if I can do something different. Now I know he's this quick. Or just maybe have a, a second to a, a recoup, like a, mm, a 10 count yeah. to recoup and see where it goes from there. I don't think it would have made a difference. Yeah. I don't think it would have made a difference, but I would have liked to see maybe that happen. Ref, give him a 10 count. Let's see if he goes, okay, he's this quick. I'm going to have to fight like this. And let's see how Ben responds in turn. I, I think in this day and age, though, 
referee, yeah, they're not really on that because of the fact that, um, yeah, obviously, just protects the whole the whole spiel about protecting fighters and whatnot. So that's true, but we know yeah. they pick and choose. <laughs> we do know they true. very true as well. Yeah, we know yeah. they pick and choose because we've very, seen very them give certifies chance upon chance. It's like what? Yeah. Um, that's that's why I I can't complain with the stoppage. Mm. If you're letting someone punish you 13 times clean, 14 times clean, and your head's head, your head's bleeding, head, bro, head bouncing, knees back. are buckling, yeah, then yeah, the ref has to do a job. Yeah, but at the same time, I think the ref, it's first round. He's not like he's taking heavy punishment because it's rounds of punishment. You know, mm-hmm. he could have he was still standing. He could have given him a standing count because the ropes did keep him up at one point. Yeah. He could have, that's an option. And then maybe if he's getting banged again, jumping. Mm. But, um, yeah, the ref's in there and seeing things and I can't really complain if someone's going to eat that many shots. And, okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I see both sides. And I would yeah. have liked to see something. Because we didn't see nothing, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, who, like I said, we, we were expecting, Vargas is known for being super durable. Mm. Super, super durable. Um, come forward, tough guy, tough cookie. And yeah, Ben just didn't even let him get out, we didn't even let him get to that point, so mm. just took him out super early. Vicious, vicious performance from him. Um, we mentioned about other people sort of readjusting their rankings or readjusting their seats for you now. It's the what this water weight, this stacked water weight division. Um, where, where does Ben go for, for go from here for you? Or where, where do you place him? Obviously, he would have moved up in your rankings and your estimations, obviously. But mm. who do you want to see him sort of fight next? The names I mentioned, I think he's ready for Jose Cito Lopez. I think okay. that's a good fight. Um, Jesse Vargas. These are mm. these are former world champions. The, the, yeah, Vargas Lopez, is. And Lo- Lopez, Lopez didn't win. Yeah, I Lopez has fought at that level. Yeah, he has. I don't think he won. He's fought at that level, but I don't yeah. think he's won. Jesse Vargas is a two-weight world champion, I believe. Yep. Um, I think these are good fights to be made. Khan Broner, you, you see that? Khan, I think Khan Broner are, are fights he wins. I think they're more money fights than... Names. Big names, that, yeah. yeah. They're big name fights. They're fights he, he would probably win for me. Um, yeah, Bruno's, Bruno's not going to fight 147. Khan's finished. Yeah, they're, they're money fights, but in terms of let's see how good you are in your development, Jose Cito Lopez, Jesse Vargas. I think that's the next step up for him, and then we could kind of gauge okay. Well, what um, about what about David Abenician? Um. <laughs> I, I won't enjoy the press conference. I won't, <laughs> I won't enjoy it. Um, oh, okay. I think, you, you, I think they've... You, you would, you're the Hispanics. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I want to see. I want, I want to hear more Spanish, bro. That was cool. But David Abenison's a good one because it potentially... That's a great opponent for him. A Josh Kelly fight at some yeah. point. Or it's a yeah. good yardstick to see where he does compare with Josh Kelly. And David Abenison is really good. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Okay, it, I, I don't okay. think he's ready for it though. Oh, okay, okay. Actually, yeah, I think he, I think he might be. So I was going to ask you, what about Josh Kelly? Josh Kelly piped up after the fight, say he wants to get it on now with Ben. Uh, so funny how he now he wants to get it on with Ben, but when Ben was calling you out three fights ago, <laughs> your team was dismissing it, saying Ben isn't ready for you. But yeah, a lot can change when you when you take an L. Do you want to see that fight? Would you like yeah. to see that fight? At some point, yeah. Um, Josh okay, Kelly so, needs to so, so not next for Ben. You rather see Josh no. Kelly fight? Okay. Josh Kelly needs to go back to the drawing board, mm. um, get a win. Um, I think Ben's definitely looking at the maximizing his earnings route. 
that's definitely his focus because he, he's not really fought at the domestic level as such. Yeah. He's definitely... But um, I would still like to see that fight. I think Ben Winner now. I'll say it, I'll say it now. Yeah, because I remember, I remember I was, you, you was on the fence, weren't you, before? Yeah, I was probably leaning towards Ben in terms of his development, I'm thinking. Yeah. And purely because I don't see the hype around Josh Kelly. I think yeah. anyone can give him a tough night. <laughs> I think anyone can give him a tough night. So I was, I was yeah. kind of leaning towards Ben for like the last two, three, four fights. Yeah. But um, now you're fully in that camp now. Like, you, oh, yeah. 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 Especially what we saw from Josh Kelly's last performance and what we've yeah. seen from Ben's last two. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. He, he, he keeps on proving. And like I said, he's doing what he has to do by beating what's in front of him. You can't knock it. You really can't knock it. His mentality is correct. Um, he strives to, to improve himself. He knows his flaws. I still don't think he's ready for the top guys. But like I said, he's on the right path. And I'm intrigued to see how far Conor Ben can ride this thing. I really am. Mm. I really like him. I'm rooting for him. I'm intrigued to see how much just that hard work and dedication is going to get him in terms of improving himself and wanting it, which he clearly does. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I want to see more. And that was that, that was a state that was a real Russian man, proper statement. Um, happy for him. Um, he, he could tell he's he's like I said, I said it before in the previous episode. He 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 moves around like he's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, it's so evident. And I guess hearing comments from certain people about you know him not being good enough again for the, you know shouldn't be calling out these names and whatnot. Um, yeah, you can tell that he's 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 taken all of that. And used it when the camp to sort of train and work on himself, and it just exploded out on Saturday night. <laughs> so yeah, you saw the emotions afterwards. Like he was, he was, he was hype. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He was. I, do, I, I guess you want to see him with David Evanison next. I guess that's the part you. Yeah, want to see. I, I think that's a good opponent for if they do decide to make that. Um, yeah, I think that's a good opponent for him. It's a, like I said, it's a good yardstick as well. Obviously, with the whole Kelly thing as well. Um, yeah. yeah, if 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 not. For the names he mentioned, I also agree with the names that you mentioned are good as well. Lopez and Vargas are good many names. I think David Avenician is a is a good opponent for him. Um, that's yeah. that, that that will be a real man making fight for him if he's able to come through that because we yeah. saw Avenician is tough as hell. I think that's the fight they'll make. Now that you've said it, I think David Avenician is the, the easy one for. Yeah, it's probably the easy one for Matchroom to make um, yeah. getting back over here. Yeah, I do think Conor Ben's potentially I, I, a big Doesn't have an issue, if I'm not mistaken, he even lives here now. Oh, does he? Yeah, I think he actually lives here. Okay, yeah. I, I, I heard that he moved over here, but yeah. yeah. I think that's the easy easy one to make because yeah. Carl's not going to fight him. Bruno's not going to fight him. Sean Porter's not going to fight him. Yeah. Those fight... Uh, he's, he's, he's saying those names to... Would, would you take... Would you like to see him against Kelbrook? Um, Not really, no. No? Okay. Yeah. I'm not really... Um, Similar to, similar to Khan, right? Um, yeah, not really. I, I don't. I don't really want to see Khan or fight again. <laughs> they will. <laughs> they, they keep talking. Oh, Khan's talking up now that he wants to. You know what? I don't even want to talk about those two, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to see them fight again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, one. Yeah, I do think like I, was, I do think Conor Ben is someone like I mentioned in the last episode. They're trying to yeah. build to be a pay per view star. Yeah. Uh, it's funny so, because yeah. I don't think that was an issue the plan for Eddie. Obviously, I think Kelly was the was the main focus and the, mm. the one that they will sort of try to build behind. You know, they were saying, well, Eddie was saying he thinks Kelly's going to take over the division. 
at some point. But obviously, Kelly's gone through what he's gone through and Ben is just, you know, keeps improving and whatnot. So, yeah, they've had no choice now to get behind Ben, which is funny how these things work, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But amazing performance. Um, definitely, um, boy, like that performance, you know how UFC, they do like performance of a night and whatnot. Like if if there was like a bonus for like performance of a night for boxing or whatever, that's definitely gonna be that's gonna be tough to beat for the year. Like that's that's a top top performance, man, from Conor Yeah, that's um, a crazy yeah. performance. This was meant to be a, a, a big step up, kind stern of thing, test, man. stern test. It was like, yeah. question whether we can actually get him out of there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we was right. first round. It's mad. I happen. did see I did say Samuel Vargas don't really get slumped, spawned out. He gets knocked yeah. down, but it's yeah. usually the ref jumping in to save him because he keeps yeah. getting up. Mm. But yeah. Impressive, super impressive. Yeah. Um, shout out to Conor Ben, man. Shout out to Conor Ben. Right. Let's head over to America. It's time, bro. Mm. It's time. <laughs> Sticking with the what weight division. Sticking with guys who are meant to face their sternest test ever so far in their careers. Jeron Boots Ennis. I'm just here. I'm shaking my head, man. It's just, he's just incredible, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's so, so incredible, man. Oh my um, gosh. What a prospect we have with this guy, man. I can't even call, I can't even call him a prospect. He's a contender already in my yeah. eyes. Oh man. Um, I've never, I've never been as excited for a fighter. Like this guy, I remember Canelo being excited for Canelo. Spence. Spence was, being excited yeah. for him. This tops it, you know, for me. Bro, what a gem we found, yeah. Um, yeah, listeners, we told you about Jerron Ennis. We, 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 we keep bigging him up. Um, we said he's, you know, the fight, one of the fights to look out for in 2021 that we thought that's going to make a big splash. We did our award ceremony last year. Um, yeah. So, obviously, on Saturday, he's fighting. He, he was meant to be fight. Well, you know, he fought the guy who was meant to give him the stunning... Uh, Sternis Test, uh, Sergei Lipinets, who is a former world champion, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a former world champion. 140. Yeah, a one, former world champion at 140, but a, te- a top 10 welterweight in the rankings. This, is, this was Ennis' first top 10 opponent. Uh, Lipinets, tough, tough cookie. Really competent boxer. Um, really, really good boxer. Strong, aggressive. Come forward fighter, Russian. So, you know, from a technical standpoint, he's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Floyd, you were even a bit worried, even for Lipinets. I mean, not for, for, not for Lipinets, for Ennis. Because obviously, mm-hmm. it's such a big step up compared to his previous comp- um, previous opponents. You're there thinking, rah, is this too too much too soon? How can you handle a tough guy like Lipinets who's going to be on his chest, who's going to come forward and be, you know, trying to destroy him on the inside? This guy has NS has passed every single question, every single test with flying colors, and it's not even that. Just the way he's been able to do it was insane to me. Um, mate, this this guy is he's unbelievable. Like you said, he's really he is unbelievable. I'm just I'm shaking my head because he is that good. Um, from round one, I remember watching, and then thinking to myself, yeah, this kid's unreal. Like he, he's just so I'm like I'm watching him I'm watching him work, 
I'm thinking, wow, he is so, so good. Um, I think you said as well, round one, you was just already fanboying from round one straight away. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, I went, I, I was tired when they were doing the announcements. I was tired. I was like, I'm yeah. groggy, bro. Yeah. I was like, I remember you telling me, yeah. Round one, I was awake immediately. <laughs> I was immediately awake. I was like, okay, the jab, bro. Yeah. Look, that's, last episode, I said, start off with the jab. That's all yep. I want to see initially. And he gave me that. It was like Christmas to me, watching that yep. fight, bro. That jab was lightning quick. He was keeping his reins. He was flying it out there. Yeah. I was like, this is brilliant. This yep. is brilliant. First round's gone exactly how we sort of expected it to go. Him being out, you know, out, you know, using the jab, fighting that range. Lippinets trying to pressure him and come on the inside, but didn't have any success. And it's his movement is too good. And the jab was too good. But yeah, like you said, the jab was piston-like from, from round one. Mm. Beautiful jab. Beautiful. Flicking it out, you know, consistently. It was bloody accurate. It was stinging. It was just everything how a jab should be. And he backed it up as well with the movement. So every time Lippinets tried to pressure him, so to come inside and whatnot, and this was pivoting away, shoulder rolling away, all all, the, all of that lovely slick stuff he was doing. Yep. And then just from from round one he took over, and it was just it was a wrap from them. Um, Ennis has what makes him so good, yeah, is that he has so many chinks. No, he has so many strings to his bow. Yep. And he does every single thing amazingly to a high level degree, which is insane. So this is a guy who can fight on the outside beautifully, as we saw in round one. Yeah. And then from round two onwards, this guy decides to fight on the inside, more or less, or exchange on the inside with Lippinets, who is really strong on the inside. And he was beating him at his own game. He was battering Lippinets on the inside. The body work, bro, the body work all night. You know me, I love, I love good body work. Yeah. He was bagging that body all night, bro. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> He, he was he, he was breaking him down to the body, breaking him down to the face, um, utilizing the shoulder roll, giving me good movement. Expertly. Expertly. Super you're saying he was doing bro, expertly. Switch hitting at will and maintaining the same power. Bro, his punches sounded crisp. In fact, not even crisp. His punches sounded vicious. <laughs> this 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 is a guy, yeah, who can box beautifully, beautifully, and knock you out with like real power shots. The punch placement was perfect. The punch selection was perfect. I mean, they, they, you see they, well, he had 53% accuracy on power punches. Crazy. Do you know how crazy that is? 53% power crazy. punches alone. What can I say about this guy, man? He's it. He is definitely it. Bro, I mean, <laughs> I, just, I just want to keep waxing lyrical because... When you see, like, I, I didn't want to see any showboating early on. I wanted yeah. them to break break down Lippinets. And that's that's exactly what we got. We got the basics in terms of the jab, the movement, the footwork, uh-huh. avoid uh-huh. being touched uh-huh. from round one, round two. We saw the switch hitting. Then we saw he could f- fight on the inside as well. He could stay there. And he could still avoid being hit there. He was rolling, slipping. Yep. Catching shots with his guard as well. Yeah, yeah. Brilliantly. I love that. I love that. The way one. he was countering the accuracy in his shots as well. Because I was like, this is beautiful. The way he pivots as well, bro. bro. He's everything just really wants to be. Literally, literally. Um, I didn't even know his inside game was so strong, I'll be honest. 
the inside game was damn strong. Um, mm. Because this is the guy, let's not forget, he's 5'10". Or four, yeah, about 5'10". Yeah. With a, like a, what, 74-inch reach. He's really big and long for the division. He, like he's, 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 he's bigger than Spence, technically, dimensions-wise. And mm. that says a lot because Spence is big. Spence is a big, big water weight. Um, so yeah, he's super big at the weight. So finding that range naturally is always going to feel naturally to him. But I think from round three onwards, I think he realised that Lipinet has got nothing to offer for me. Let me just sit there in, in, on, in the pocket with him and trade it on the inside with him. And he can't really hurt me. Bro, he made Lipinets, who is a top 10 waterweight in the world currently, look so ordinary. I don't know about you, but I've never seen anyone do, it to, do that to Lipinets. Yeah, Lipinets has lost once, Mikey Garcia, and that was a tough fight for Mikey Garcia. You'll never, you, you'll never see someone do that to Lipinets because Lipinets, yeah. like you say, super tricky. Yeah. Super, very intelligent in there. Like yeah. people, the way he sets traps, the way he throws the jab. Yeah. Lipinets had the right game plan. He was going to the body trying to slow him down as well. Lipinets was trying that, he, mm-hmm. but he just couldn't touch him. Like you said, he was making him look average. Bang average. Um, like, like, yeah, I naturally, I understand why you were a bit worried last week because, like you said, it is a big step up. Mm. But to do that to Lipinets, yeah, that's unheard of. And it just shows, even though they might not have fought the, you know, the, the necessary opponents, when you see quality, you can see quality. Like, yep. it, it just shines through. 100%. Like I said, I've seen this guy. I, I found this guy when he was up against Cannon Fodder. But obviously, I naturally, obviously, I take that into account. You know, okay, he's against a, not a bum, but a guy that's not that good. So naturally, he's going to look super, super good. But I can see something in this guy that's going to tell, that tells me that this guy is going to be a star and a problem. And yeah, man, it just came to fruition yesterday. Um, he, he's just so casual about it as well. Like, it just seems so natural. Like, the switch hitting is natural, pure natural. I think he said afterwards that, you know, but they asked him, what's your stronger hand? He said, I don't know. It just, it just, everything feels natural to me. I have a so he, does, he, does, he doesn't realise when he, sees, he doesn't think about switches, does he? He just does it. He just does it. Like, this guy's ability is God-given for real, man. He's, 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 he's something else. Everything I want in the boxer. Athletic, exciting. And people forget, this guy's got so much power. <laughs> mm. Like the shots, bro, they were hurtful in there. And I knew from round two onwards, I said, it's only a matter of time if he, knock, he stops slipping it, you know. Even though Lippinets are a tough cookie, it's only, it's only a matter of time. It's, that's the first time Lippinets have been stopped, right? Because yeah. Mikey Garcia was a, yeah, UD. Mm. It says a lot. Says a lot. In round six, he stopped the guy that has never been stopped before. Um, I think Ennis is still yet to go past six rounds, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um... Yeah, uh, this sounds like we're proper fanboying right now, but when you watch this guy, especially if you peeped this guy for a while yet and you've seen it and you've seen it come up, you can understand why we're we're sort of doing this because that performance there was incredible. Um, yep. And he's an incredible fighter. And let's talk about the landscape now in the world weight division. Um, oh, I'm, I'm I'm just thinking like they're not going to fight him, are they? Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be ducked. He's gonna be ducked for a long time. He's he's no one. There's absolutely no reason to fight this guy. If he's your mandatory, vacate the belt. Find find another route. No one in their right mind wants to smoke with this guy. 
unless it's going to earn them a killing. He's a matchup problem for everyone. Absolutely everyone. He's given everyone hell. Bro, absolute hell. Um, it's so funny because naturally, obviously, after the Conor Ben fight, I think I was sort of switching between, but I, I found like a, I guess, the zone sort of like clip. Where obviously, they were talking about, because obviously, match, um, the zone, yeah, Conor Ben's f- fight was shown on the zone, obviously, because of the matchroom link. So naturally, they were talking about, I guess, the weight division after Conor Ben did what he did, and they were saying, you know, where does Conor Ben sort of fit? And for the zone people were there saying, obviously they'll bring up Conor Ben, but they were saying that they feel like the best waterweight prospect or the best like non-champion waterweight out there obviously is Virgil Ortiz. Obviously Virgil Ortiz, HBO fighter, HBO are contracted to, to the zone. And yeah, they're always going to say that. I'm here to say that no, Virgil Ortiz is not the best waterweight prospect. Jerome Boots Ennis is. And it's 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 not really up for debate, to be honest. In my opinion, I think obviously I'm seeing matchups saying, "Oh yeah, oh we have to get Ortiz versus Ennis next, and then the winner can fight one of the champions." That's that's never, that's probably not even going to happen, to be honest. The fact that they're both on yeah. different sides of the same, of the street, we know how the politics goes, especially in the weight division. It's nasty, but if that was to happen, Ennis is beating Ortiz. I said I said it last week. I'm going to say it again, even more now. I think. He, I don't want to say he kills Ortiz, but I think he might make him look silly. <laughs> I can't lie. I've, I've got to agree with you. Well, I've, I, I sat on the fence last week and I, I said Virgil Ortiz for the sake of being yeah. opposing. Contrary. I said, I wanted, to, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to see this fight. And yeah, this fight confirms it for me that um, Ennis is, is the top worldweight prospect and will go on to be the top of that division. Um, I'll say that now. Virgil Ortiz... We'll go to the top as well. Yep, but if I they, agree. If they if they meet, um, I'm siding Jerron Boots and it's it's, it's, it's interesting. Because, yeah, it's interesting because I want the fight to happen. I do want the fight, but also for like I feel like this fight should be built up for the future because they're obviously the future potentially both of them. Mm. They're both what what Ortiz is 22 and this is 23. Um, I almost feel like we should, yeah, wait for them. To build up their profiles even more. Yep, no rush. No rush. Grab some belts. You got to remember, and people still one. still haven't seen these guys fight. A lot of and, people haven't seen their fight. And so this this so this is what's so annoying because we've got two. Uh, no, let me not say two. Add Conor Ben to the mix. Add obviously before I think we've mentioned what Yulusinov as well. He's another one I really really mm. like. Looking forward to seeing him back in action. He's mm. also really really good. Um, another problem I think for the division. So we've got what, these guys who are up and coming and look really, really good. And obviously, naturally, people are talking about having all of these guys fight each other and whatnot, and eventually they can go on and fight the top two or top three or whatever. The issue is, we've been waiting for the top guys in the welterweight division to fight for years now. <laughs> and it has not happened. So, of course, I have no faith in these guys ever getting on either, to be honest. I won't lie, because the welterweight division is the worst for this. Mm. Spence and Crawford have still not fight, fought and they don't look any close to fighting. It's now at the point where I feel like, yeah, now it's, I've kind of lost, you know, you know me, I was optimistic about it, you know, about it and whatnot, but I wouldn't be surprised now if Spence goes after he unifies with you guys, he's going to go up a division and it is what it is. We won't get that fight. So, 
That's a good riddance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like, it's, it's, I'm tired of being teased anymore. If they're not going to fight, then let's yeah, make that fight. I, no, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And I feel like if these top guys aren't going to fight, you know, please move up. And good riddance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's like, okay, cool. You've teased us for so long. I'm tired of waiting. Yeah, go up. Go up. Go up. Obviously, I'll make sure I'll, I'll st- I'm still a fan. I'll still follow you if you move up with weight class. But mm-hmm. these young bucks are hungry. And then now, and if you're not going to fight one of these lot, <laughs> then what are you doing? You're, you're almost just like holding, like holding space. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, the division's healthy. And Ennis is definitely spearheading that for me. I <laughs> When I say this guy's ceiling is so high, um, in terms of like what I think he's ready now, I won't lie. I think yeah, he beats you. I think I think he beats you guys now. Oh yeah. And hot take. I don't care. Bun it. I don't I'm trying not to say it, but bun it. I think he's giving Crawford hell. Absolute hell. And Crawford. I might even go and say he beats Crawford. Boy. <laughs> I've I've said it. I've said it. I've said it. I Crawford. might even go in, I might go as far as to say that he beats Terence Crawford. I know it sounds nuts. But yeah, I'm I'm that lo- I'm that lost in the source, bro. <laughs> See, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if we're we're, we're too gassed in a minute, but bro, when he said that ah, uh, he does everything Crawford does, but better. Yeah, he won't lie. Yes, I was going to say that. He yeah. won't lie because what Lipinets is giving Crawford problems. Yeah, I'm I'm is giving all these guys problems. Yeah, he didn't give. And it's any problems. He caught him a few times. I was going to say, yeah, he also caught him with some good shots. He, he and caught him. He just he took him. Like, bro, he demons. Like, because he does that thing. He does that thing that Canelo does, where he turns with his shots as he rolls with his shots. Yeah, so when they land, he yeah. turns his chip. Yeah. So he absorbs them. Perfect. Everything that you expect to see from a fight, this guy has. Yeah. I feel like I'm shouting. You guys need to hear what I'm no, saying. No, no, no. It's true. Hey, they can't hear you louder for the people at the back, bro. Bro, this guy's the rule. If you don't like know said, about. Boots, go watch him. If he wants speed, talking. he's got it. If power, got it. Athleticism, got it. Movement, jab, inside game, outside game. Accuracy. It's, 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 it's accuracy. Calmness. Bro, it's at the Maturity. I'm trying to find this guy's weaknesses and I can't see any right now. Bum so, rush him. Try bum rush him and see what happens. Fam, so like, <laughs> oh, let's not forget size because he's big. He's 5'10". Yep. So it's not at the point where, the, for now, I guess for next up, the only way I can try and find is because I'd like to find the fighters' weaknesses because you need to find, they got to know the weaknesses, right? The only way we're going to see this guy's weaknesses is if he continues fighting top opposition. Mm-hmm. And it's only sort of, so, like I said, Lippin's a top 10 guy. You can only go up from here. Um, around that level up. So it tells us what's next. Because like I said, I don't think the champion's going to fight this guy. So... It's it's is someone like Sean Porter a realistic target for next, <laughs> or um, someone like maybe, maybe um the guy who fought Crawford, Kavir Kalauskas, the Lithuanian guy. Yeah, Kavir Kalauskas. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that would be a good fight. Um, yep. I mean, I don't think I think Sean Porter's got his roadmap where he's still in the mix with the top guys. Um, yeah, he seems to be bouncing around to that level where. He'll probably get a Crawford fight soon. He might get mm. an El Spence Jr. rematch. Mm. So I don't think Sean Porter's looking down. Um, but Jaron Ennis, any any of these Keith, guys. Keith Furman? If Keith Furman wants it. I, I don't think any of these guys who fought at the world level are going to want to mix it. I, he, this guy will be ducked heavily. 
Mm. Let's put it that way. Any of the names that we've knocked about at the world level won't want to fight him. He's so, got to be strategic. Yeah, it's so funny this, because... This be a good one. Yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, a guy who maybe he's lost to one of these guys is hungry to get his name back up there. Mm. Yeah, I can't see Cavalry... Yeah, I can't see him ducking, to be honest. Because obviously he, he will have aspirations of his own. Um, but I guess the guys who have a position right now, yeah, he, he's not someone they're looking to fight because the fact that he, he's that good and the money won't be there either right now. Um, but it's almost mad. I always feel like he, for him to get one of these guys, he's, he's got to dumb himself down, you know. <laughs> make, <laughs> make himself look worse for them to fight him because what he's offering right now, I, like I said, I can't see a weakness. I really can't right now. Um, maybe he's got to take a few more hard shots from harder hitting guys, maybe. Then we could see. But everything else there is, is, is damn near perfect. Which is, which is rare for a guy who hasn't even fought for a world title yet. But that's that's the skill level this guy's bringing to the table. Yeah, I really don't know what next for him because I, all I know is that these guys do not want any parts. I bro, I saw someone on Twitter say he should fight Pacquiao. Next. I said, bro, Manny Pacquiao <laughs> is never gonna see the Manny Pacquiao won't even get five hundred yards from this guy. Like, bro, forget that one. <laughs> he doesn't want to know. And that would be my advice to these guys as well. Don't get anywhere near this dude. Anywhere near this guy. Yeah. He's going to have to fight a few, maybe a few no-names or people who have supposedly passed it, people you can get in the ring because... Man, he, he, said, well, he said he, he feels like he's ready. He said, well, he feels like he's ready now, but yeah, next fight, he wants to be with a top five, top three guy, potentially. Um, that's, like a, that's select company. We know what that means. That's champions and... Content, you know, guys who are just like there, like, but like, you know, Sean Porters, for example, were there for the title shot. Um, there's only few, I, I, I feel like he's got to stay within the same vein as if he's gonna, you know, not fight one of the champions next or top three or whatever, the same vein. So, like, maybe from six to ten and what weight division, but there's only so much fighters out there, like I said, that he can fight, to be honest. It's a raw, it's a tough situation for him, it's a weird one. I can't wait to see him out again. This, I'm just yeah. enjoying, I'm enjoying just, what we're just here to see just the beauty, the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah, man. I just want to see him out again. Yeah. I want to follow the journey and be like, yeah, we, we said so. We told you so. Yeah. That's all. It's mad because we, well, remember, we were both worried saying, that obviously, we said to Sean, like, because obviously Sean wasn't really that privy to him. We didn't really know much about him. Well, they're yeah. thinking, oh, crap. Like, there's pressure on us now because if he stinks, we look bad. But boy, he... <laughs> He did me justice. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did us justice still. Yeah, I was um, super pleased, super impressed as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you say, it's you know stuff. Like the certifiers, you look, it doesn't matter who they're in against. You just you see, see it, right? Quality. Bro, you that's see the it. Quality. That's and it. The certifiers, you, you, you said, oh, let me see how he looks against someone who's a bit better because... Someone like Josh Kelly, for example. Yeah, there's, exactly. there's a question mark. Yeah. And Shakur Stevenson as well, where you just know, we said in the last episode, yep. you just know this guy's quality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Let's let's see where he, yeah Boots goes from here. Yeah, we're we're gonna keep well, well, we'll keep talking about boots. We can talk about more day to be honest, but yeah, we'll we'll end up with boots there. But we're gonna keep pushing him. I almost feel like he's almost like a best kept secret of what we division because obviously naturally Virgil Ortiz gets all the shine. Um, naturally being a Hispanic fighter, we know you know he's Mexican descent. I think we know how they support their own. He's got that golden boy backing, so they're gonna push him to the heavens. Um, but. And this is the one they should be talking about. And like I said, I feel like it's the best kept secret. So I almost feel like it's my mission now to put everyone onto this guy. 
because he deserves it. He deserves the views and he deserves the plaudits. And it's good. I was you know, just checking up after the fight, obviously, the industry people like the Steve Kims and um, what's his name? Dan Raphael's and whatnot. Al Bernstein, they were all like singing his praises saying, yeah, and this is the truth and whatnot. And um, everyone was saying, yeah, and it's good. I'll, more people need to know. More, more people need to know. He, 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 he is a real, real problem in that division right now. <laughs> Almost feel happy to have you know, been a part of it. <laughs> yeah. A part of the journey. But yeah, let's, <laughs> like I said, we, we can go on a tangent for everyone in this. Um, we'll keep following him. We'll keep updating you guys on his movements and whatnot. Um, just quickly, um, we've got some action this coming weekend. Mm. Um, briefly, we want to touch upon Leon Williams versus Demetrius Andre on Andre. Um, sort of a fight that's sort of been in the offering for quite a while. Um, but yeah, it's finally happening. This is a mandatory defense, isn't it, for Demetrius, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of needle between the two. Well, I say a lot of needle, I think more coming from Leon Williams' way. Um, yeah, this is a fight I see Andre, he should easily win. I say mm. easily, William Woods is a bad, I just feel like Andre should be a class above him. Um, there's, there's still a lot of question marks about around Demetrius. And obviously, we've mentioned how we're fans, I guess, and we, we, you know, we really rate his skills as a boxer. We think he's criminally underrated, really, really good boxer, but it hasn't really translated, um, I guess, in his fights. And I think a lot of people find him to be overrated and boring and whatnot. Um, do you feel like he's losing? Because obviously, you know, he's been chasing a big fight for a long time. Do you think he's losing his bargaining power, you know, for these big fights because of his performances? Is, is, is he a victim of just how good he is? That he doesn't, you know, doesn't translate well? Or what, what do you make of Demetrius? Um, you've said it before. Um... He's low risk. He's high risk, low rewards. Um, his style is, it's not one you, you want to risk going in there with. Um, mm. he's, but um, I think, yeah, a few of his fights, he's, they've not been the cleanest watches, let's say, yeah. let's put it that way. They've not been the most captivating spectacles. Yeah. Um, especially with the level of opposition. Um, he wins, yeah. he wins comfortably, but. It's not that wow or oh, yeah. Um, there isn't a killer in there. You don't get yeah. He's, he's almost he sometimes fluffs over over his own work. Maybe he's rushing, like he's rushing to give these spectacular performances, and it's that's, that's literally just it. there. Yeah, mm. yeah. Literally, that's literally it as well. I feel like I think naturally he he's a pure boxer, technically like technical wise, mm. and. Um, yeah, I don't think knocking out opponents is what comes naturally to him. And I feel like because of the critique he's had in previous fights about him not being the most exciting fighter to watch, because he would outbox you for 12 rounds in the shutout, outpoint you for 12 rounds. But I guess naturally fans want to see fighters getting dropped or whatnot. Not all like the casuals don't sort of appreciate the finer things as such as we do in terms of the technical aspects aspects of it right mm. and i think in order to sort of combat that he's tried to force things in his like recent most recent fights try mm. and force a knockout when it's not there try and rush over his own work and be super aggressive which isn't naturally his style 
And so that hasn't translated well. I think he's in the battle between with himself as to being the technical, you know, the technically accomplished guy or the guy that's, you know, fan friendly and, you know, gets people out of there and drops people and whatnot. I feel like he should just be himself. Um, I do feel like he still is high risk, low reward. He is really good as a, as a fighter, technically. Um, I think he's someone that if he fights someone really good, he can really shine. Yeah. I think when, gets, that pressure, when that pressure isn't there to knock someone out. Exactly, yeah. I think yeah. if, you know, with him, the higher the opposition, you know, I, used to, I said the same with Akoli before, the higher the opposition, the better you will see from him, I think. I think that's what I can give to shine. When it's someone that's someone he's expected to beat, you know, handedly, the pressure sort of gets to him and he almost brings himself down to their level. He'll try and slug out with them when he shouldn't slug out and he just doesn't really translate well. Um, I think that's his issue. Um, he is a fighter I do like, and I do feel like he, you know, he's, he should have a big, he should be bigger than he is, but he just hasn't, yeah, it just hasn't really translated into the pro game for him. And it's a shame, to be honest, but he's getting older. And I think it's now or never for him to get a big fight now. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's getting yeah. older. I think there's, there's, still, there's still options for a big fight. It's just if these guys will, will take it. Um, yeah. I think he should beat Liam Williams pretty easy. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to, I feel, will be a kind of messy fight. It will, yeah. it will be clean and slick. It depends on how much he rates Liam Williams. Yeah. It's, it's got everything about it to be a messy, awkward fight, but he should win it regardless. He's I've seen a lot of, a lot of the British analysts are saying that, you know, Andre has passed it and he's not that good. And William Williams is gonna, you know, he's gonna out, you know, out engine him, basically, out passion him, basically. <laughs> um, and I'm there thinking, boy, I don't think you've seen Andre fight before, but fair enough. Um we'll see next week. If yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see next week. I mean, I, I, do you feel like it's another chance for him to make a statement, Andre, and to look good? Or does, does he need to, in a sense? Um it's I don't think he needs to. I guess mm. other people do. Um, yeah. And Williams ain't won this. He's not going to trouble any of the champions, really. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think Demetrius Andre needs to win this, get out the way, and then maybe look at a Charlo, Golovkin, even even a, a name. Any name could be good. Any name, um, really. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's bigger than Liam Williams, anyway. Um, mm. if, if Chris Red Jr. gets through his fight, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, I, 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 don't I, I still I still want to see the Billy Joe Saunders fight eventually. So mm. there's still options for him. It's, just, it's all down to yeah how how he navigates through it. And I'm yeah. sure after this fight, a decent fight, a decent mm. level of opposition is next. It has to be next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, like I said, it's I think time ticking for him. And yeah, he, he needs to he needs to get that that big fight there. I think that's the reason he signed to match room. Eddie, Eddie's been trying to deliver for him. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see with that one. Um, but yeah, let's leave it there. It's been another great episode. Enjoyed this one. Off the, off the back of some great performances in the what weight division. That division yeah, is still thriving, man. We just, need, we just need them to get, you know, to get their act together, man, and finally, you know, see some fights between these guys. But um, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Um, it's been, this has been episode 33 of the Trap Season podcast. Once again, I've been your boy, Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And yeah, please check us out on all the streaming platforms. Like and subscribe and share. Peace.